Nurse.com is proud to be a sponsor of the Ask Nurse Alice podcast. As the premier destination for nursing knowledge and resources, Nurse.com supports your passion for healthcare with an unrivaled collection of tools, articles, and courses tailored for the nursing community. Get your daily dose of things you need to know for your nursing journey. Discover the world of nursing like never before with Nurse.com. Empower your practice, advance your career, and enrich your knowledge. Nurse.com. It's your nurse life all in one place. You're listening to Ask Nurse Alice, presented by Nurse.org, where Alice Benjamin combines no-nonsense advice with thought-provoking interviews. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Ask Nurse Alice podcast brought to you by Nurse.org. I'm your host, Nurse Alice, and it's always my pleasure to chit-chat with you guys. I'm a clinical nurse specialist and family nurse practitioner, and I'm here to talk to my nurse and peeps, as well as the general public who are interested in all things nursing. And today I have a great guest who's going to be talking to us and something that's definitely needed because sometimes, although I like to consider myself super nurse, right? America's favorite nurse, as I will say, uh, it can be really hard. And there are some days where I'm not feeling as super or as favorite and it can be really rough and I'm an experienced nurse. So I, when I think back, I can think back to some times where even in my early days as a nurse, even as a nursing student, I've experienced some frustration and really didn't have someone to kind of bounce that off of, except for my fellow nursing students and fellow nurses who are also struggling with that. And so it's really important that we have a positive outlet. It's important that we take care of our mental wellness, our mindset and our spirit and soul as we enter into our nursing journey. So whether you're a nursing student, you're still doing your prerequisites, because I know that's stressful, or perhaps you're a new nurse and you're in that first two years and you're struggling a little bit with acclimating to the workforce, or you could just be an experienced nurse like, hey, I'm tired. There's a lot going on because we deal with a lot of challenging situations and sometimes we get the brunt of things because patients are sick, they're not happy, they're stressed. And unfortunately, we are the person that's there when they're experiencing this. But either way, it's really important that we take better care of ourselves mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, all of those type of things. And some of us need a little bit of help. So I'm going to be pulling in one of my super friends who's going to be giving us some help. And you know what? You've seen her. You've definitely, definitely seen her on social media. She's definitely someone who's experienced and who's passionate about the new nurse journey and has dedicated her platform to new nurse wellness and confidence. As I mentioned, you've seen her on social media. She's been dropping gems about how you should allow yourself more grace because you know, we're all a work in progress. Sometimes things don't go as planned and look y'all, she has a new book that's coming out. I'm really, really excited about it. It's called Lavender and Peppermint Tea, but I'm going to let her talk about that. But please, I want you to provide a warm, warm welcome to my friend, Janelle Gooden. And you might know her as novice is the new nurse. So let's bring her on in. Hi. Hello. (laughs) So I came to know you on social media. From the first time I saw you, you were always inspirational, always kind of inspiring other people with, you know, to be confident and to think better about the situations and then also setting up boundaries about things you should and should not tolerate. And so I found that very, very interesting because when I went to nursing school, I didn't have any of that. I didn't have any other fellow colleagues or that were really championing that message. So thank you for that. And as we kind of get into things, can you tell us a little bit about your nursing journey? And kind of how you, you know, 
decided to use your platform for that? So I've been a nurse now for eight and a half years, and majority of my experience is in pediatric critical care. I started in New York, in the Bronx, in my hometown at a children's hospital. But before I started at that children's hospital, my first ever job was on an adult med surge unit in the lower Westchester area of New York. And that experience and transitioning over into pediatric critical care, it really shaped the part of me that wanted to start mentoring others because it was such a challenging time for me, not just with the skill set that, that was required of me, you know, interacting with patients and their families and all the other things that we're learning and actually being an integral part of a, a plan of care for a patient, but just the emotional baggage that came. And I started to realize that there was no one there to help me unpack it. And so day after day after day, I was coming in with this heavy baggage of stuff and it was beginning to interfere with how I was showing up at the bedside. Um, and so that was the beginning of me realizing, hmm, there's something that's missing here in this new nurse journey. And at the time, the hospital that I started at did not have a new nurse residency program. So it was even more stressful because they, did not, they didn't have the even a little bit more understanding on how to support a new nurse. They just felt like, you graduated, I'm going to give you three months of orientation, and you're just going to be fine. So I realized that that unit was not a good fit for me, and I went on to uh, the children's hospital where there was a new nurse residency program, and I just thought, I fixed the problem. I left the hospital, I left the old hospital. It was them. It's not me. Well, I quickly realized it's all of us. It's me and it's you. And there are some things that I need to learn and there's some ways in which I need to grow. And there's some ways that you guys can hold my hand and support me and better encourage me through this process. And so while at that children's hospital, I began journaling. Literally in my notepad of my phone, I started taking notes down on how I was feeling, describing scenarios that made me uncomfortable, describing interactions with my coworkers that made me uncomfortable, really just raw feelings were put to paper to kind of help me decompress because by this point I was crying a lot of my shifts. I was feeling extremely anxious. I wasn't sleeping well. I was losing weight and it was just a lot of stress. And, you know, normally losing weight is like a great thing, but not on the, <laughs> for me it is, but right. in that I recognized that it was more so a stress response for my body. And so as I begin to implement changes for myself in supporting of myself in this journey, because I realized that my coworkers at that time did not have the capacity to do so, I realized that I was onto something, that I was creating like strategy for myself. I was creating something that was repeatable. I was creating something for myself that I was able to give to other new nurses that I was working with that was helping them. And so that really sparked something inside of me. And funny enough, I started taking those journal entries and I said, I want to make a book out of this. And the book that I initially had in mind is not even the book that's here, but I think it's so beautiful how life continues to like unfold and shape you. So I initially said, I need to write a book of all these experiences and what I've learned from them. And I'm like, but who's going to buy the book if no one knows who I am? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the birth of Novice is the New Nurse. I decided, you know what, I'm going to oh. go on social media. And I'm going to just give little clips of advice, give some like real life experience. You know, I think a lot of people were doing a really good job at 
you know, the other things like how to start an IV, how to assess your patient, all those other nursing things, but no one was Mm -hmm. addressing the psychosocial part of it. No one was talking about how to feel confident when you're, when you're trying a new skill set, how to communicate with the physician, how to learn how to trust yourself. No one was Mm -hmm. tapping into that. And that's where the missing link is. That's where we need to feel the most supported. And so that was the beginning of where we are here. And it, and, and the, my purpose and what I intend to do is evolving and unfolding daily. But that was the start of it for me. Wow. Well, you know, I'm so glad that you didn't give up because I know many people, myself included, when things would get rough on a unit, I'm just like, I'm out. I'm, yeah. Like, as you said, it's not me, it's them. So let me leave this quote unquote toxic environment or this culture that's not, I, I don't find healthy. But then you go somewhere else and you realize it's a little bit of everywhere and it's how you manage it. So I'm glad you didn't quit. I'm glad you to channel those experiences into something positive and help other people. Because listen, we could whoever's <laughs> listening, whether you are a student or a nurse with 25 years experience, I know you've experienced some of these frustrations on the unit. And I really, it really makes me sad that there still is some nurses eat their young culture, even today. And I don't know why that is. I think nursing schools have gotten a little bit better at incorporating some components of this, but somewhere between that and then the hospital or the clinics, the the actual work environment, there's like a a gap. And it's almost like, well, I had to do this, so you do it too. And I'm like, well, why? Why can't we just be kinder to one another? Because it really creates friction in the workplace. We're so glad, guys, that Novice is the New Nurse was birthed. And so we've seen you on social media sharing these tidbits and gems, things that are relatable because we can relate to the experience and, you know, some tips and advice as to how to deal with those issues, tips on what to do next or if this should happen again, or things to kind of keep us inspired in the journey. Now, I mean, even now, I know you've been a nurse for quite some time now, do you still experience those days where you're like, let me read my own advice. Let me go back to some of my own videos. Do you still experience that? Absolutely. Yes. And that's, <laughs> that's the, the relatable piece for everyone is that I constantly have to reassure my new nurses. I'm not giving you something that I'm not actively using and doing myself mm-hmm. because every step, every leg of the journey is going to require more and more and more of you. And so there are so many moments where I have to revisit my own advice. So many moments where I'm in a situation and my light bulb goes off like, ha, how ironic, how cute (laughs) that I just, you know, mentored someone on something of this nature. And here I am having to live that moment for myself and show up in that way. So absolutely, I still have to come home and I journal. It's not in the same way as a new nurse would have to journal. You know, because I've overcome a lot of the first time jitters of things. But as far as, you know, like communication skills go, as far as, you know, when I meet a new physician and they communicate a lot more different than makes that would make me comfortable. How do I, you know, talk to them about that? How do I show up as my best self when I feel like someone's making me extremely uncomfortable in this setting? How do I you know, communicate with a coworker who I feel like is just being a little bit 
mean, who's not really, I wouldn't say bullying, but not being their best self. And it's affecting me at the bedside or affecting how I work with them and ultimately will affect our patients. So they, a lot of these things show up for me in different ways still, but the themes are still there and I still have to like come home and lean Mm -hmm. into my like coping mechanisms for sure. Yeah. You talked about communication with a provider. You talked about having confidence And I think those are some of the soft skills that, you know, you can't just, that's not in your Mosby skills checklist, y'all. So don't go looking for that page. It doesn't (laughs) exist. It's right. How to be confident, how to communicate. And I I mean, they're really tied together because if you're not confident, you may not, you're not going to communicate effectively or as, as effective as you'd like to be. And so that really makes a difference in our patient outcomes. Environments that are more nurturing versus eating your young are really not only in our best interest and healthy for us, but it's better for the patients. So what do you say to nurses who are on those type of units where they're not bullying, but they're being, and I think the word is uh, exercise incivility. They're being incivil in their communication. ANA wrote a paper, uh, a white paper a while ago, and they actually included incivility under the umbrella term of bullying, but people are just like, oh, I'm just being direct, you know, like, If you can't hack it, that's you. That's not me. What do you say to nurses who are working with people like that? So it's a personal development process. Here's the thing about nursing. A lot of us go into this profession very early on as we're coming into our adulthood, as we're coming into our womanhood or our manhood. And so there are things about ourselves that we're simultaneously discovering while discovering who we are as nurses, right? And so... When you're still learning how to communicate with your own family members, when you're still learning how to create boundaries with your friends, when you're still learning what it means to show up in this newness that you are as a person, it becomes that much more challenging when those same parallel themes are showing up at the bedside or at work or your place of work, whether clinic setting or wherever. And so it's really important. I always tell my new nurses, like, you are the constant. You are the only thing that you can control. You can't control anyone else. There's always a book that I refer to and I let people know, like, great book to read, and it's called The Four Agreements. And one of the four agreements is to never take anything personally. And so one of the pieces of advice that I always give is that when you are communicating with others and they are not communicating in an effective way, you control yourself. You do not take what they have to say personally. You remove the tone, right? So it doesn't even matter how you're seeing it in this moment. Let me get to the root of what needs to be said so that we can make sure that we are continuing what we need to do for our patient. And then let's have a conversation outside of that. Let me approach you from the perspective of, This is how I feel. This is how this interaction made me feel. And this is how, you know, it would be helpful. Or maybe you can help me understand how I can show up in a different way so that we can work better together. So a lot of this stuff is personal development. It's continuing to learn what are your boundaries? What do you tolerate? What do you tolerate in your personal life? Because it's going to reflect in what you tolerate in your professional life. So it's a constant unfolding. And I feel like my job is to bring those things to the light, right? So they, they sit way in the back and it's bringing it to the front, you know? Is it difficult for you to communicate with a provider because you have issues with people you perceive to be authoritarian, right? Is there a complex there? Did you grow up in spaces where your voices wasn't heard? You weren't allowed to have a voice. You weren't allowed to have an opinion 
in the setting of your parents or your grandparents or whoever the elders were. And so it's difficult for you to advocate for your patient because maybe you're perceiving that not as being an advocate, but it may be as being defiant or combative. So there's so many things that we're having to unfold and pull the layers back on for ourselves first. And then we see how that shows up and and reflects back to us in our professional life. But you're not going to thrive in a professional setting if you're not doing the inner work. And I feel like that's where I feel like how I'm showing up in this space right now is bringing new nurses inward so that they can come fully outward and be comfortable when they come back outward. Now, Janelle, you just dropped a whole bunch of gems right there. Like I was sitting there listening. I was like, I should know these things. But the way that you articulated it made me feel like, yes, that's right. And I should be thinking about that. I mean, these are all of the things that I wish that I had as a new grad. I didn't have any of that. I got bounced around from preceptor to preceptor. And it was kind of like, do this, do that. And really, and I'll be honest, some of my early on experience as a new nurse, I mean, that shaped me. It shaped me. As far, some of it was very traumatic, I'll say, because I entered into kind of the critical care area and then already a new grad entering in a high acuity area. And then you couple me with preceptors who their communication is what they call is direct. I call it rude, but right. you know, it just was an unpleasant thing. And I was sitting there like, I don't even know if I want to do this. This is, oh, I would cry at work. I would get sick. I would physically get yeah. sick at work. And then I would come home questioning myself, like, am I, am I not smart? Am I not like, why can't I do this? And I felt like I lost confidence for a while. Then I transitioned to another unit and thankfully, 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 and her name is Lisa, Lisa, I forget your last name. I don't know where you are, but (laughs) Scripps Mercy, San Diego in the ICU. She like changed everything for me. Like she was like you, Janelle, she was a Janelle back in the days. And there's not enough of you guys to talk about these things. So Janelle, how do we get more people to talk about these things? How do we raise awareness about these things? Because I don't think they're having this discussion in nursing school, unless you're going to create a course. I that, know. And I, <laughs> listen, and look, y'all, I'm not trying to add to your nursing program. You guys are like, Alice, the program is long enough. But <laughs> I guess if I had to put it somewhere in a program, I would say when you're close to transitioning out of your program, when you're about to do your preceptorship and really be on your own. So how come we can't get to the solution? Why can't we get more of, things that you're saying out into our nursing community so people are actually doing these things. It's a slow process. I think that we're starting the conversation, especially because there's a new generation of nurses who are coming in. And so just generation to generation, we all interact with the workplace a lot different, right? So these nurses that are coming in are feeling more empowered to have these conversations. They're feeling more empowered to find the solution to this. And so I think continuing to have these open, candid conversations and for all of us to be receptive on how we can show up differently. Like as long as everyone remains open to creating space, that concept was something that was introduced to me in therapy, which is I felt like growing up, I didn't have a lot of space. I didn't have a lot of space to say how I feel or to act out or to have a moment. We, we didn't create enough space for me. Like it stifled me a little bit. Right. And so the moment that I could get some space, I was acting out. Right. And so I think that, that the acting out for new nurses is they're quitting. Right. If I can't be heard, if I can't be seen, I'm out of here. And which is why we're having this issue with 
retention. And we're going to continue to see this issue with retention if we're not creating space for our new nurses to show up as their full and complete selves, to hear them, to listen to them, to empower them, because everyone is unique. And, and if we're going to thrive in the same space, we have to give room for everyone to be their most authentic self. So that is creating space for their learning styles, creating space for all of our different cultural and ethnic backgrounds. So how does that look and sound? How do we create room for that without stifling people? Because again, this new generation of nurses, the acting out looks like I don't have to do this because social media has shown me there's 3,000 million ways to make money. And if this degree is going to stress me out, then I'm not going to do it. And so yes. we have to keep moving with the times because the older people are going to be us soon, right? And we think and look and feel and act different than our parents did and our grandparents did. So all of it is transitioning. We just have to keep being willing to let go of old habits that are not serving us as a profession and being open to seeing things a little bit different and not being so, you know, and, and evidence-based practice will show us that, right? We, we know that creating hostile work environments, not creating room for new nurses is going to affect the retention. You're not having retention, you're going to have poor outcomes for your patients. It's, we, we see the, the research telling us what it is. We just have to be more diligent about implementing it. So our job here, staying open and having these conversations so that every new nurse, who is listening and every experienced nurse is listening, the new nurse is going to show up and feel empowered to speak. And us as experienced nurses are going to feel empowered and comfortable and safe to listen and not feel threatened by what is happening. I agree. And I think it's so important that we just be open. So like when I go to work now, and mind you, I know that there's nurses that are working a lot longer than I have. And then there are nurses who are a lot newer. So I just keep an open mind. I'm so open to the way that different people communicate. After you say what did you say, I, I want to interpret the message, but people communicate differently. I don't want any drama today. So what, what's going on? What do we need to do? What does the patient need? And then there are people who will speak up about things and that's great. I want to hear what you have to say. I'm always open to how can I serve you better? How can I be a better friend, a better mom, a better nurse, a better colleague. And I think that's the mindset that more of us need to have. Instead of feeling like if someone speaks up, it's an attack. I think that's where the cattiness will come in. Like maybe we're giving handoff and there's, we'll ask a question about a treatment or a conversation. And then some people actually take that as a personal attack and it has nothing to do with you. This is all about the patient, but that's one of the things I think people need to learn. So Janelle, I know that you have, I mean, in addition to the things that you've already shared with us with journaling and sharing your experiences on social media, you've actually put together a collection of work called Lavender and Peppermint Tea. That's the short title. There's more to the title. So can you tell us a little bit more about, by the way, I love lavender and I love peppermint tea. (laughs) You don't throw both of those together. I cannot (laughs) wait to hear more. So tell us more about this project. Yes. So Lavender and Peppermint Tea is my interactive affirmations book for new nurses. For me, (laughs) lavender is extremely calming for when I'm having a stressful day. And peppermint tea is also something. So I don't know about you guys, but when I get anxious or I'm uncomfortable, I get a little bit of indigestion. And my family's Jamaican. And if there's anything wrong with your tummy, if anything is wrong with anything, if you have a headache, if you say that you stubbed your toe and it's in pain, we always like peppermint tea is our our go-to. And so usually if I'm anxious or or a lot is on my mind, I get a little bit of indigestion and peppermint tea is extremely soothing for your tummy and soothing for digestion. And so the title came to me literally in the middle of the night, tossing and turning, 
trying to think about this book, like all the thoughts swirling in my head, because the moment you decide that you're going to create something or, or put together some form of like body of writing, mm-hmm. you will get no sleep. All the all the spirit guides will be waking you up in the middle of the night, like more words and more words and more words. <laughs> and the thought came to me as I was reaching for my lavender. And so for me, the book is a representation of that soothing and that calming. So mm. I, I put them together because that's what lavender and peppermint tea represents for me. It represents grounding. It represents comfort. It represents just like calming my nervous system. And so mm-hmm. that's what I wanted the book to be for new nurses, something that their safe space, a place that you can go and not feel judged, a place that you can go and feel seen and heard because I'm sharing my actual experiences here. So you know, if no one else, there's one other person that is has gone through this with you. And that's what I wanted to create. More safe spaces for new nurses to just be. That's good because sometimes we'll have an experience at work and we're we can be embarrassed or afraid to share that experience because we don't want to look like we don't know how to handle things or that we don't know what we're doing. But honestly, I think that thousands and thousands of nurses experience the same thing every day. And being able to connect with someone who can understand what I feel, why that made me feel, or to know that you know I'm not alone in this actually is a relief to me, right? Because it lets me know that nothing's wrong with me. This is something that's happening to me and it's happening to someone else. So there's there's definitely something to explore. Now you put together this body of work. I saw you on social media and <laughs> you were asking people to submit a random page number. This is before you announced the book, right? <laughs> you, you asked, pick a, pick a random number and then you then later share that you had a book and that you randomly made selections. So I'd like to randomly pick the page 11 <laughs> if you okay. could share some work from your book there. Page number 11, page number 11 corresponds with the section entitled Metamorphosis. So this is like such, so beautiful that you chose page number 11. And you know, 11 is part of my magic numbers. So we're, we're here, Nerf Alice, we're here. Okay, so it says, I understand that fear governs your practice right now. But remember, on this journey, the darkness is necessary. Gently affirm to yourself, like a caterpillar patiently awaiting the growth of its wings, so will I patiently endure this challenging journey as a new nurse, holding on to the promise that I too will one day be a stunning butterfly who moves effortlessly in all situations. Have you ever been in darkness? I don't mean an emotional or spiritual period of darkness. I mean real darkness. Like your lights are out in the middle of a storm or you forgot to pay your electricity bill so they cut that thing off before you get home darkness. It is the most awful experience ever. Take my word for it. After that first flip of the light switch with no response, you go through so many emotions before you actually come to your senses and accept the fact that no light will be coming through those bulbs anytime soon. When I was in nursing school, I remember coming home one day to a pitch black apartment and going into a complete panic. First, because the lights were off and I knew that I left them on because I'm a security cat who leaves a kitchen or hallway light on before I leave the house so I never have to come home to darkness. Second, because the light switch was giving me no light no matter how many times I flicked it. The first emotion I went through was denial. I flipped the switch on and off like crazy before I actually believed the lights were out. Then more denial as I moved to other light switches in the house because there was no possible way all the lights in the house were off. Well, they were off. Then my fear set in. Oh, damn. I've come home to a pitch black apartment alone. What awaits me in this dark abyss? Is the boogeyman out there? Did someone cut the circuit breaker and is now waiting to kidnap me? I clearly watched too many horror stories. 
The panic flooded my body and I was frozen. Then logic quickly took over and I searched for some hope. I started looking around for a candle or a flashlight. I ended up using the light on my phone to guide me around the house. But the light wasn't that bright. I could only see a few inches in front of me. I was still scared. I didn't really want to be in the house, but I realized that walking through that period of darkness was necessary for me to function through that night. Now here comes my magical metaphor that will tie this story together and help you understand my point in sharing it. Waiting in the darkness sucks. It's painful. It triggers all your worst fears. Every insecurity you've ever had sits on your chest and weighs you down. The darkness is awful until you embrace the idea that it is necessary for you to go through it if you want to make it to the light. Sure, I could have sat in the dark apartment and cried my little eyes out, but I had things that needed to be done. Lying down and quitting on life wasn't a viable option. How does one embrace the glory that is a full and complete life without having going through the hardest times that groom you to be fit for those magical moments when they arrive? The darkness gives you grit. It teaches you strength. You learn resilience when you come out on the other side. If I never walked into an apartment of darkness a couple times in my life, I may have never learned the discipline of having a budget and paying those bills on time. Had I never felt that fear of the darkness, would I have ever known why it's so important to always have a flashlight with batteries in every room in the house? The darkness is your teacher if you let it be. Don't spend the dark hours complaining. You should be strategizing and preparing. Asking yourself, what am I supposed to be paying attention to right now? The wait is the worst part. Like waiting for the electrical company to open so you can pay the bill to have your lights again. The wait feels like some of the darkest times of our life, but it proves to be a very necessary teacher. The caterpillar's wait has to be the most difficult part in the journey to becoming a butterfly, but it can't be avoided. You can't be a butterfly without first being a caterpillar. Google the process. It's dark, it's lonely, but they never give up because they trust the process. They have no idea what's ahead, but they trust their journey. I wonder how many of us would still sign up for this journey of nursing if we truly got a glimpse of the stress ahead. If the butterfly doesn't trust the process and push forward, it dies. Its dreams and aspirations to one day be lifted high above the ground and have the gift of flight dies with it. Your journey will be the same. The moments where you are just trying to make it to lunchtime so you can sit down for a second will prove to be the most difficult. You will have the hardest time trying to understand the purpose in the process. But I need you to realize that those are the moments that shape your discipline. That is where you'll find your determination. It's in those moments that you will learn how to keep pushing for that patient who is decompensating and needs your full attention and focus, even though you have not had a sip of water in hours. It's in those moments of difficulty where you will learn to selflessly put your patients first. That will teach you how to soothe the cries of a family member mourning the passing of their loved one, even though you may be mourning your own losses. It's those moments that will give you the courage to approach anyone in your way if it means advocating for the well-being of those entrusted in your care. So yes, it may feel terrible now. No, you can't understand it all today. But one day, those wings will blossom from your cocoon and you will transform right before your own eyes. You'll bloom and make yourself proud. But for now, change your relationship with the darkness. Love the darkness. Don't resent it. A butterfly is a caterpillar who didn't resent the process. That was beautiful. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know you just heard what I heard. This is amazing. Everybody needs to go and buy her book today, ASAP, immediately. That's beautiful. I mean, and I love how you said change your relationship with the darkness because, yes, I've been there too literally and figuratively yes. in situations yes. and i think felt like the more being resistant is just going to prolong the process of my metamorphosis for me to become 
enter into that next level, that next step, that next phase of life. Yes. So, um, you know, guys, stop grappling with it, embrace it and own it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. <laughs> so wait a minute, tell us more about this book. Cause this is good. This is good stuff. So, so you have the book uh, and mm-hmm. by the way, guys, it is called Lavender and Peppermint Tea. Where can people buy this book? You can go on Amazon. So if you search Lavender and Peppermint Tea, Gentle Affirmations for the New Nurse, you'll mm. see it on Amazon. Or if you go to lavenderandpepperminttea.com, it'll be linked directly there for Amazon. So the book is also interactive. So there are journal prompts in here. There are activities in here. A lot of things to keep your mind going mm. and going in the right direction, in the direction of ascending and elevating and growing and I I don't want it to just be another book. I want it to continue to represent another layer in a new nurse's transformation. I want, you know, new nurses to read this and their eyes to open. I want experienced nurses to read this and still see a part of themselves that they've never seen or relate back to the innocence of being a new nurse. You know, there's there's so many gems in here that it's not just I it's funny because my friend who's a trainer, she opened up a section of the book randomly and started reading and she's like, Oh my God, this applies to me too. And it's like, yes because these concepts are universal. So I want everyone to be able to open the book and find some good stuff in there for themselves to continue to you know, dig deeper because the more of us that continue to dig deeper, the better our profession becomes. We, we're all responsible for that, each of us. Absolutely. I mean, and I was sitting there thinking, I mean, although there, it does apply to my, my nursing career, I was thinking of personal and family situations that that could apply to. And it acknowledges that, that I'm struggling with something. There's a challenge mm-hmm. and it helps. And in that passage, you actually uh, relate it. You, you made it where you, the writer could relate to my challenge and then how to embrace it and overcome it. And I think that's the part that's missing. We can all identify with things that are, keep us up at night and bother us, but how do we move forward? How do we level up? and level up in a way that matures us and makes us a better person. So I love, love that passage. And by the way, it did relate to me. That was a real good one for today. <laughs> like That must have been in the cards for me to, to pick oh. that. I picked 11 because my birthday is June 11th, but oh. I love that, that passage. You can go to lavenderandpeppermintea.com. We have the website here. It's also going to be a link in the article that's on nurse.org. I'm waiting for audio. Do we got audio books coming with this? Because I can just like... <laughs> I want to sip my tea and yes. like listen, lay back and, and let the sun ray absorb some sun while I'm listening. Yeah. Are you working that? So I, I haven't started working on the audiobook, but trust me, trust me, it is a dream of mine. You know, I figured maybe let's start with the paperback, see how that does. But it would mm-hmm. be an absolute dream of mine to be able to read this book for an audiobook because again, I I feel like new nurses can listen to that on their way to work, um, on their home from work. Girl, I'm listening to it at work. work, in the break room, <laughs> out there. Yeah, you know, the nurse who's giving me the headache, heartache <laughs> outside. Like, Jesus, yes. I need an intervention. Let me go and listen yes. to my doctor. Yes, yes, I would love to do an audiobook. So it, I would say it's not in the works yet, but God mm-hmm. willing, soon enough, maybe someone's going to email me yeah. after hearing this and say, "Let me help you make this into an audiobook," because absolutely necessary. And if everyone goes to lavenderandpeppermintea.com, and I'm not sure which button on there, but if you click one of those buttons, there is a free affirmations track. So I actually created an affirmations track. It's like two minutes and 50 seconds of just like 
different affirmations geared towards the new nurse and it has oh. some like beautiful meditation music behind it. And so it's a free one. It's uploaded on SoundCloud, but you have to get it through lavenderandpeppermintea.com and you can just play that on your way to work. You can play that at home. It can be part of your grounding exercises as you get ready because I always teach my new nurses affirmations, 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 because it's an affirmation is just a declaration. You're creating a declaration over what you want to see and happen in your world. And a lot mm -hmm. of us are declaring a lot of things anyway, right? We're saying all the negative stuff over and over again. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Put that so in the universe. Don't put that, that in the universe. No. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, in listening to that, I actually listen. I'm already I'm already thinking I'm like, this would have been a, this is a beautiful passage to listen to not only by myself, but maybe maybe this is something that units like maybe there's a daily affirmation and we're going to listen to we're going to listen to janelle's uh, audiobook <laughs> at the top of the shift for huddle or for lunchtime i think mm -hmm. like or like a lesson of the day or word of the week or something like that because i think we all can benefit from that and sometimes we don't know what we don't know so you might know someone who needs this book guys so go ahead and gift somebody with this book yes. and you know what matter of fact even if it's the person who gets on your nerves <laughs> you know what like Kill them with kindness, right? <laughs> Try to be the bigger person and gift them with this book and maybe they'll get it. They'll get it. Right? <laughs> maybe. I think, but I think this would be a, a beautiful gift, graduation gift. Yeah. To, and to someone who, and again, although I know we're nurses and you know this is a nursing platform, but I think this book really applies to people of different professions, yeah. to different walks of life, different life and family experiences. It's really inspirational, motivational, because I love it. Embrace the darkness. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. And Janelle, I just mm -hmm. also, you mentioned earlier that you do mentoring. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So I have a mentorship program for new nurses. It's called Nursing with Finesse. And so throughout the year, I'll open enrollment. And it's basically like we communicate weekly. They have video modules that they go through, very sequential, based on after working with a you know, couple hundreds of nurses, I realized how people like to go through things and what creates the best benefit for them. But just a series of different video models that they go through from the beginning of getting to know who you are as a person, getting to know your learning style, all the way down to how do you, you know, accept feedback? How do you deal with um, feedback? How do you create your own change? Um, so they go through these video modules and every week we hop on a weekly call live with me and we go through real life scenarios. So how are you feeling today? How are you improving? How have you shown up for yourself? How are you taking care of yourself? How does work feel for you? And then I also have a private Facebook group where Sometimes it's good to just know you're not alone, you know, mm -hmm. and so to have other new nurses from different states and cities all communicating together creates this sort of support group. And so you just don't feel isolated in your experience. So, yes, it's called Nurse with Finesse. And you can find that information on novicesandnewnurse.com. When enrollment is open, you'll see all the information about that. Enrollment is currently oh. closed, but it opens periodically throughout the year. Okay, wonderful. And I mean, gosh, you're working on so many wonderful things. It seems like, how can people keep up with you? I mean, I know I follow I follow you on Instagram because I'm yeah. wanting all the tea and all the, you know, all the latest <laughs> and greatest and things like that. Her readings, guys, you guys got to go back to her IG and listen to her readings. I know you're on Instagram. And what other platforms can we follow you on? Primarily my home base is Instagram and Facebook as well. You can go to Novices New Nurse on Facebook. Or just go to novicesandnewnurse.com or now lavenderandpeppermintea.com and the Lavender and Peppermint Tea Instagram. All are which they all will tie together in all are ways in which mm -hmm. you can find me, work with me, 
or just enjoy and, you know, consume some of that content in a beneficial and healthy way for you to continue to grow. So, yep. Novices and new nerds, if you just type that into Google, everything shows up for you. <laughs> Wonderful. I mean, this has been a great conversation. Yeah. I'm really excited. I got to learn more about you and then hearing more about your book and, you know, the things that you talk about this, it's something that's really needed. Yeah. Uh, like you said earlier, we, you know, we can talk a lot about how to sort of IV, how to, you know, do proper CPR and those type of things. Those are skills physically that we can do, but how do you feel inside? Right. You know, are you confident? Are you secure? And that translates, you know, will transfer over into your communication and a bunch of other things. But I want to thank you so much mm -hmm. for using your platform to help empower people to feel, to feel better about themselves, but also, you know, you're, you're transparent, you're honest, you know, some people like to use Instagram as their highlight reel and only show the high moments, but you have allowed yourself to be vulnerable and share your experiences, which makes it easy to relate to you, makes you feel like a safe space to come to, a trusted space to come to, and then kind of nurture and mentor people through the process. So thank you for doing that. We really, really appreciate that. And I wish there were millions and millions of more nurses like you. <laughs> Well, there will be because we're working on that. We're all going to get yeah. there together. There will be. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. We got a Janelle's and trainings. No, <laughs> but, but I know really though, it, it, it is, it's really important. And, you know, I say that in a fun way, but I say that guys, because, you know, she's Janelle's really role modeling the way that we should be communicating with each other, the way we should be building each other up instead of tearing each other down and being negative and pessimistic. Look, there's enough for everybody, right? Yeah. Whatever you want to do, in nursing or outside of nursing, there's enough to do it. We don't need to tear each other down to do it. And we should be able to feel happy and confident and secure as we're on our life pursuits. So Janelle, I want to thank you so much. I thank you. The listeners, thank you. Nurse.org thanks you. And we look forward to following you on social media, obviously, but reading your book, Lavender Tea Guys, make sure you guys check it out. You can go to lavenderandpepperminttea.com. Follow her on social media. Janelle is an awesome nurse to know. We appreciate it. Appreciate her. And please check her out on Instagram. Novice is the new nurse. So Janelle, we'll have to have you back on soon. But when that audio book is coming. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. Or maybe some workshops. You guys, maybe we can get her to open oh, yes. the workshop soon. Yes. Let's apply pressure. Let's get slide into the DMs. Slide in the DMs. <laughs> slide into the DMs. I thank everyone else for tuning in today. You know, you know we love. I love talking with you guys. But before I say my thank yous, I want to thank nurse.org. So make sure to visit their website. Nurse.org is the largest online platform for nurses. Tons of great information on that website. Everything from applying to nursing school, paying for nursing school, NCLEX, first job out of nursing school, and all the different specialties and things that impact our profession as well, right? Impacts us physically, mentally, and emotionally, financially, all those type of things. So make sure to visit nurse.org. Also, you can follow them on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, IG, it's nurse underscore org. And on Facebook, it's nurse.org. So thank you to them for always supporting nurses. Love them very much. And I'm your host, Nurse Alice. You know, I love doing this. I love meeting all of these wonderful nurses that I get to talk to, you know, share my platform with them so, and introduce them to you. And you know, many of them you already know, but you know, how great is it we get to even talk even more. So you can visit my website, it's AskNurseAlice.com. And you can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at AskNurseAlice. So guys, this is another episode in the can, the Ask Nurse Alice podcast. Please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review, and sharing is caring. So make sure you share this episode with 
one of your favorite colleagues or friends, heck, send it to your manager, your boss. They might need some of this. They need some Janelle. They need some Janelle action there. They need to hear some of this positivity. Please make good choices. Be kind to one another. And until next time, live well, my friends. Thanks for listening to Ask Nurse Alice. Visit nurse.org for nursing career, education, and community resources.